Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, brew some coffee, pour a cup. It's time for some more Coffee Talk. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Episode 116. We're back. We got a guest today. Few things to talk about before that, though. Just a few. Just a few. First of all, Attack sponsoring the podcast once again. Chenzo is actually doing some top oh, secret yeah. stuff, and I got some text about like how amazing this thing is. So I cannot wait until we can like talk about it more. It's but- so it's so legit. That's all I that's all I really got to say right now. It's, it's Wrestling's so never seen anything like this. No, it hasn't. And like you know, I was even like. I'm not going to say like I was suspect or anything like that. I just didn't really know much about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I kind of got to see like what it was all about and everything. And uh, it's it's the real deal. man. And I think people are catching on because we're getting more and more requests for beta access, mm-hmm. which should be coming here soon in the next week. So, yeah, I mean, messages. I should be getting it soon also so that I can continue to relay information and things like that too so yeah it, it's, it's sick. gonna if, be sick yeah if if you haven't followed the tack yet go follow them on social they're at atac.app attack.app go to their website you can fill out an email thing so that you can get email addresses and or that you can get information submit your email address sorry i got a text can somebody come over in 20 minutes make it an hour sorry at least uh, yeah at least so yeah, attack.app, follow them on social, fill out updates for more on their website. I'm super pumped. I can't wait. We got some other sponsors so getting involved. That's right. going to be more uh, more excitement. I, before we bring on our guest. We need, we need to talk about J.O. for a second. That's we what need we need to talk to about J.O. So I had a meeting yesterday, and I normally don't schedule meetings when wrestling's happening overseas. And... It kind of got mixed up. I had to go. It was what it was. So I was watching the match in a meeting. So I think that contained my emotion because I was like, and he he's a very cool client. We do a lot of work together. So he knew. He understood. He actually, he's the client that one of the companies is a big local dealership. He actually, um, that's where David Taylor came up to get his truck from. Because okay. these guys are like the number one Chevy dealership in the world. Okay. So big volumes. So if you want a truck, Bob Johnson, Chevy, they're great. <laughs> All right. they're, they're doing some other projects with us. So we were meeting about that. So super cool, dude. He understands wrestling. He knows our, our client base and, and everything. So I'm watching it and I'm getting upset. And I keep thinking I got to be missing something. I got to be missing something. I didn't miss anything. J.O. got hosed. Um. Yeah, it's just like the roles are just so I I still don't understand it. I mean, it's just you could go either way with it, right? Um, Jo got gave up two pushouts in the first, 
So there was really no need to put him on the shot clock because, you know, there was action. They put guys on the shot clock to create an imbalance. Um, so if there's an even score or to give like one person advantage, you know, but there was already an advantage because it was 2-0. So I think the shot clock in the first period was pretty unwarranted. That's how I felt with your match with Chance. Watching it as like from a fan, it's exactly what I thought where it's like, this does not feel warranted. So like, and I get it. Like people are upset. Like, oh, this happens overseas all the time. It happens domestically too. It's just like the rules are so subjective. Yeah. It's and like, so, but, but here's the thing though. I mean, that guy, he like, yeah, like he held center and everything like that, which is like, you know, he gave the, the rule basically. Yeah, he did. But he like, you know, he didn't hit a knee one time. He didn't really look to score. He would just kind of push forward that whenever he, you know, got close enough, then he would just kind of run him out. Um, yeah, man, like, you know, hats off to J.O. for competing. Um, you know, I feel for that man right now. But, you know, he's he's a warrior. He's, uh, you know, he's battle tested. He's been there before. So I'm sure he's doing all right right now. But, you yeah, know, we uh, we still support our guy no matter what, win or lose. Yeah, I love J.O. And I think, you know, it was pretty cool that he kind of put the country on his back yesterday. Everybody did, was rooting for him. It was one wrestler, so much on the line. So I and he tweeted out like he feels like he let people down. Like he didn't let anybody. No, he no. didn't. And there's so many, there's so many different things that can come into play. And it's like you see everybody as soon as it happens, you see a little bit of absolutely everything. Whether it's excuses, whether well if this happens, well if Zane qualified last year at the Pan Ams, well if this referee, like there's yeah. so many things. And Jo's just owning it. It's like. This was on me. I, I right. didn't I didn't do it. Like I love JL. I hope he comes back strong. I know he's nowhere near retiring. And at least he doesn't have to wait a full year. Like right. world team trials are in a couple months. Then yeah, and he he'll be back, you know, just as good as he is. Oh right yeah. Now, too. There's not a doubt about that. Um and you know, it was cool too because like one of his earlier matches, not the semi match, I think it was his quarters match actually. Like we were um a lot of us were in there, you know, working out. It was yep. uh morning, but we all just kind of stopped what we were doing and we had him up on the screens and pretty much like the whole club and like a lot of the Penn state guys, we were all just sitting there watching them together. Yeah. So, it was really cool. I saw, I, th like I just think, I just think that that stuff's cool that, you know, yeah, we're, you know, different teams and everything like that, but we're going to support our guys no matter what. I think I, somebody from LWC, maybe Helen, somebody posted and I saw like Kale and DT and a couple people watching. I'm like, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And so last thing, and we'll bring on our guest here. I, to quote Michael Scott, I'm not superstitious, Ooh. but I'm a little stitious. It's a little stitious, yeah. Now, I had a lunch meeting, and if you follow Bash Mania, you know that our graphics go out, like, they go out instantly. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we have to make graphics before things happen, so we're ready. So I made a graphic for J.O. yesterday in the morning so that it was on my phone. So that can't if do, You can't do that. So that if he won, it goes out right away. Yeah. You should have seen my face deleting the graphic. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, like like one one tear coming down. You're like, Damn. yeah, I'm like, like the yeah. and and it sucks. Like people love like when we're first out and they get to share it around and our graphics are high quality, so they the, they, the highest of quality. So it's like, and that's one of the ways on, on a situation like this where we have it ready to go. Yeah, but it's always when I used to be involved with scrap life, it was the same thing with like the athletes winning. You design a shirt for like if DT wins the world championships, you have the shirt ready to go. And then the minute he wins, you can do an email blast. So I'm not I'm not right. superstitious, but it's I'm like a little the, stitious. It's, it's kind of like with the 
they do with like the Super Bowl and stuff, but they actually make them. Correct. And that's even that's even riskier. But that's that's all different. That's all different. Yeah. Little different there with, you know, different levels. Hey, B, what's up, dude? What's up, Justin? Nice to meet you. You too, man. How are you? Yeah. How are you, man? Doing good. How you guys doing today? We're good. We were talking about J.O.'s match yesterday. Oh, man. That was a tough one. What was it like uh, 4-3? I think you came down to it. 3-2? 3-2. Yeah, something like that. It was close. 3-2. Yeah, man. Just uh, passive call, shot clock point. I don't know. I asked on Twitter if somebody could explain the shot clock rules to me. Somebody tweeted me a link of like the rule book, but that's not it. That's, <laughs> By the way. That's, that's, not an, that's not an explanation, though. There's so, a... Like, it's not what I asked for. And there's a time and a place to pick your side and get it out there. Like there's a time and a place when you say certain things and you don't. And you know who said something yesterday that should have waited a day? <laughs> Shane Sparks. <laughs> he did not stop with folk style. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw him too, like the, the folk style rules. He's like, yeah. people talk about folk style. <laughs> right. And, and yeah. he's like, I saw him like keep responding to people like, yeah, you talk about folk style rules, that, that, that. He goes down, see somebody else. Don't see this folk style. I'm like, Shane, <laughs> wait a day. Was he trolling? He was coming back and stuff. Oh, hundred oh, percent yeah. trolling. No, he, I don't think that's that's not even trolling from him. That's just that's just authenticity. He just loves folk style wrestling that much. AB freestyle or folk style. You know the answer, bro. Freestyle. Yeah, freestyle. I'm not gonna lie though. Folk style is growing on me. Dude, yeah. I was I was gonna say that you've been getting a lot better at it. I mean, you're a national yeah. champ, right? uh low key low key but still freestyle yeah i can understand that it's always interesting when you like as a fan somebody who just watches and doesn't wrestle it's always interesting when someone like you has the freestyle success and obviously folks have success in high school and stuff but when you have freestyle success internationally and then you're wrestling folk style it's always interesting like Oh, is he doing this because he's thinking freestyle? Oh, is yeah. he doing that? Was he not like? And you can kind of see it. I was actually just watching your match with Vince at Big Tens last year, where I'm convinced that was your most passionate victory. Yeah, that ever. I've seen <laughs> almost ever. I'd let, say it was. Let's start right there. Yeah. Let, you can go back. I'm sure that had something to do with the loss earlier in the season, but that yeah. was hands down like the most excitement. Like you normally like you low key give glory to God. You look at the crowd and you're out. Yeah. But but that victory, that was like not oh, that, was, that was something else. Well, That's like, it was uh, sick. Yeah. Well, he um. Well, just because coming into college, right? You like you watch Kale Sanders and all that. You never want to lose. Like you want to be undefeated. And so um, the first time me and Vince wrestled, it was in Nebraska. And I just remember like that feeling of when I lost, and like of course like Chenzo and them were like, listen, bro, it's January. Um, we got a lot of time to get better. But I take like I take losses personal. So whenever he beat me, I was like, I gotta get this guy back. I gotta do whatever it takes to be the national champ. So whenever um we got to wrestle again at Big Tens, I was like, all right, this is my time to not only win, but to get this one back. And yeah. so we're wrestling and like I get the first takedown and then he escapes and then he like gets some type of gator roll. And I'm like, yo, this kid, he always has some tricks up his sleeve. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, it's gonna be it's gonna be a strategic match. So when I caught him on his back. I was like, oh, it's over. Like, I was just hyped. I was like, there's no way that I just pinned this guy. Like, he, he's he's always he's always like up to something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you guys have you guys have been uh have been banging it out since then a few times. Yeah. yeah. A few other <laughs> a few other matches since then. Not not none uh none going Taylor Venz's way. 
Bro, you can relate. Like the Big yeah. Ten is, I gotta wrestle this guy again. again <laughs> I gotta wrestle this guy again. Like, <laughs> What's more? I wrestled, I wrestled Logan Massa seventy-five times. <laughs> like, How many times you wrestled Isaiah White? Oh my gosh, bro! <laughs> <laughs> like I, me and Isaiah wrestled right before you and Taylor Evans wrestled at the Big yeah. Ten too. Same mat and everything. Same mat, like, yeah. You were, yeah, like yeah, it was directly after. So like, a, like a ton of times, but. Yeah. Like it's it's fun though. Like I I like wrestling those guys because they're they're good and they're tough. Like, they and they want to beat you, right? They're not yeah. trying to they're not trying to lose by like two. They're trying to win. So like those for me are those are the yeah, fun. It's, matches. A, it's a fun challenge, yeah. When you win and you beat someone two or three times in a row, who do you give the advantage to the fourth time? If you beat someone, does it make it like because it feels like the loser could close in the gap? It feels like it's harder to keep winning like the loser has nothing to lose so it's almost like let's say after two three straight wins now it's like can that guy close the gap or does it get easier because there's momentum and winning multiple times well whenever whenever i beat ab on match day four weeks in a row <laughs> then in week, week five his confidence is way down like he's like uh he's like yeah i'm like i don't want to like, wrestle anymore this dude <laughs> this dude has my number <laughs> I guess I guess that depends on the person too, though, right? Like, yeah. the type, like the type of like people they are. Because if I I lose to someone, every time it's like I'm gonna get it back, maybe it back. But then again, someone might be like, "This guy is my number," or vice mm -hmm. versa. It's like I've been beating this guy a lot. Maybe he has figured something out. Maybe he hasn't. I'm gonna keep doing it. But yeah, I, I agree with you there. I think it just depends on the athlete at that point. Yeah. Did you do anything different at all to game plan for Vents after you lost to him? Um. Yeah. I um. I really lacked like baseline defense my freshman year when I first came in. Um, just because, you know, coming from high school, there's there's big little differences you got to make to be successful in college. And those were like, one of them. So um, after that match, like Coach Casey was like, you can win the Nationals, but we got a master baseline defense. So like ever since that day, I just been taking it serious when it comes to that. And has Chenzo scored on you since? Um, a couple of times. He has a nice righty high sneak that still sneaks in there. So it's quick. He's getting better at it too. He's been setting it up. Uh, I mean, I've, I feel like I'm, I've gotten worse at it. I'm getting away from it a little bit. <laughs> I need to get, I need to get back to it a little bit. Um, so other than, other than Taylor Venn's, some other matches yeah. you wrestled this year, um, Nelson Brand's match really sticks out to me. Uh, can you talk about that one a little bit? Oh. <laughs> the one like, it looked, like, it looked like he was trying to, like, take bro, his head back and, like, rock you in the face with his head. That was an experience, bro. I'm not going to lie. So, like, <laughs> um, it was, like, my first – it was the first match of my tournament this year at Big Tens. And um, I watched his match before. I saw he had, like, a – he had a nice little switch from bottom where he does this little sit corner. So, I come I was like, I'm just going to wrestle. I get to his leg. He uh, sits corner on me. Matt returns me super hard. Like, I got slammed. I was like, all right. Like, I'm awake. I'm wrestling now. <laughs> and then, like, got out and – um. <laughs> whole time his corners heckling and whatnot but eventually like wait really were they saying you don't like tough wrestling it's just like no so like they would say the weirdest <laughs> things like they'd be like you're strong too you're strong nelson you are also strong <laughs> you move well nelson you and, like, can guess, you have like, feet nelson during the match, they're like during the match they're like you're strong and like i'm, I, I'm like wrestling i'm focused but um i think like, after the first period is like turping back like i am strong <laughs> We know this. <laughs> Bro, honestly, he just, he grunted a lot. But once, once <laughs> the second period, I got on top. 
and he would like throw his head back. It's funny you say that, but that's how my ankle got like um twisted up because he right, yeah, and I sat on it and it just popped. And um, coach got like I went over the corner and he was like, Can you wrestle? And coach Cody came over and like they were like kind of serious for a second. They're like, Wait, like if he doesn't wrestle, I don't think he goes to nationals. Like, I think you have to win this match or somehow, like, somehow wrestle back. He can't like injury, like, he fought out. And I was like, No, I'm gonna wrestle. I was like, like, I want to wrestle. So then, like, I go back out there. He escapes, and then my ankle kind of, like, gave out again. So I go back, and I'm like, damn, like, this is bad. And Dan's like, let me just tape it. And, like, are you wrestling? So I'm like, I'm still going to wrestle. And then Coach Kale was like, listen, if you're going to wrestle, go win the match then. He's like, all this, whatever is going on, is like, if you're going to win, if you're going to wrestle, go win the match. And, like, after that, I was like, all right, it's time to activate. And, like, um, <laughs> went out there, was like, we're wrestling. I think I escaped, got a reversal, and then um, I was like, you know what? This is something I see. I've been working all summer. Yeah. Set up to his back. But it was a fun match, but those guys are crazy. Like, <laughs> they just energy. Like, the energy is different. The coaches are running suicides on the sideline. Like. <laughs> no, that was just a match of yours that really stuck out to me because, like, you know, he was coming after you hard. You got a little banged up, and then. Yeah. Like you didn't, you didn't just finish the match. Like you ended up opening up, opening it up a little bit too. At the he end came harder after I was hurt. That's what made me mad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, he thought he smelled, he thought he smelled a little blood. Yeah. Now thought when you did. say you had to activate, can you go into detail? Yeah. So like, I was like, listen, cause like I looked across like this guy, right? His coaches, they're over there. They don't think I want to wrestle. They think I'm mentally weak. The whole Iowa stuff. I'm not tough. This and that. Right. Like, you don't like tough wrestling. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me show them like what I can really do. So I was like, you know what? Forget the ankle. I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to come out here and beat this guy. So just like a little self-talk, you know, just to get it's, myself. It's always me. interesting. If like, does the Iowa corner trash talk provoke guys to win? Like it almost gives the opponent more it, like, I, I think it does to me. I've like, I've seen it firsthand too. Like <laughs> in, in my weight class, yeah. I've seen it in my weight class, like you at the it. big tens. I've seen Richie Lewis and Logan Massa both like start talking crap at the brands after like winning a match. Like right. I, I've seen it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like I, it has to fuel the fire a little bit. I don't know if you know this, but like me and Roman, we're walking in the big 10 finals this year and we see like Tom brands. Yeah. He's walking by us. Right. And he just goes, he doesn't say anything. He looks at both of us and goes, and then just keep walking. <laughs> and we were just, like, me and Roman were just like, like what just happened, brother? Like, we just get shot. Like, <laughs> you just shoot us. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was just that's just him playing around, weird, trying, trying to be nice. I don't know. Yeah. But I thought I thought that match was awesome, though. I thought that was funny. Now, whenever you get activated, do you go into your like your jutsus? Like, do you get focused? Oh, like the that? hard stuff. Look, yeah. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's Aaron's yeah. a big Naruto guy. I, I don't even know what that is. G great show. Shenzo likes it too, bro. I like, I, like, I like Naruto, yeah. Yeah, it's an anime. Mm -hmm. I got to get into it. So let me ask you this. You know, you talk about how different college is from high school. Talk about specifically going to Penn State, transitioning to that Penn State room, where a lot of times, you know, you transition from high school to college and your skill level has to improve. Your competition is really improving. But going to Penn State, you know, when you go to one of the top programs in the country, I feel like that's a transition that's just on another level. Yeah. Um, 100%. I remember, well, in high school, obviously, like, when you're a top recruit, you know, you're good, you win. And wherever, whatever room you're in, usually you're, like, the top dog coming out of high school. Yeah. But um, for me, I went to the Olympic Training Center, and um, I still got to wrestle a lot of those senior-level guys, so that was a great advantage for me. But um, 
even so, it was nothing like the Penn State room. Like, I really, I really couldn't prepare for that. You know, I would be out to OTT wrestling Jaden Cox every day, but I'd still wrestle like, you know, kids my age and win. So Jaden was like the only guy beating up on me at the time. But I came to Penn State and it was like, dude, everybody is just tough. Like, Chenzo, 165 pounds. I come in 84. I get to his leg. He feels like he's my weight class. You know, so. Um, <laughs> That's it. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, dude, like these guys, like these guys are good in every position. So um, obviously from the wrestling wrestling standpoint, but even um, just transitioning to college itself was was a lot of fun. But just grateful for the teammates that I've had just to, um, you know, just get me used to the area. I'm grateful for Chenzo. You know, he's always looked out for me if I needed a place to stay. Come lay my head there. So, um. It, it was always it was a great transition, but I give a lot of credit to my teammates and um, those older guys just looking out for me and, uh, you know, kind of passing me the knowledge that I would need to be a leader like them. Yeah, and that's just like that's just kind of how it goes. And that's how it was for me whenever I was younger, too. I, uh, I had a lot of older guys that, you know, kind of took me under their wing and helped yeah. me out. Like Matt and Zane were huge with that mm-hmm. with me. Um, but yeah, man, that's like that's how dude. my I didn't win a match on like a Friday for like four months. Mm-hmm like long bro it's a long yeah. time it's fun though like it's like i said it's a good challenge right like yeah. it's not fun if you're just like i don't know it's fun for <laughs> coach kale if you beat everybody <laughs> up but the like <laughs> yeah like if you're you know that's fun i guess like not having yeah. a challenge but having a challenge is is fun for a yeah. lot of us so like kyle uh yesterday kyle was like man wrestling varner is so fun and I was like, yeah, and then I was standing there, and Coach Mike's like, "Why?" And he's like, yeah. "He's so good. He's such a challenge." I was like, "Dude, you're crazy, bro." Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's out of his mind in the best yeah. way possible. Yeah, yes, he's he is. like, he picked his mind to love hard things. Like, yeah, like, yes, all right, he does. Let's go up by the stairs. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he's out of his mind in the best way. The first time I ever met him, we we had like you can see it in his eyes. Like you just you sit down with him for the first time, and you're like, I get it. Um, another thing I want to talk to you about your faith has obviously played such a big role. Every, every big match you win, every championship you win, you always give glory to God. You always mention that he gives you peace. How, how long has that been a part of your career and how much has faith played into your career? Um, so as a kid, I've always been, um, like I said, a Christian and a follower of Christ, but, um, I wasn't like, you know, too into it. I never really talked to God that much or really brought into my wrestling. You know, it's kind of like a thing, like go to church on Sundays as a kid with your family and everything. But um, just like I said, as I, I got older and kind of life started to really, you know, come at me in college and everything, you know, it's just like, God has a plan for me. He has a way for me. If I trust in that and follow him, no matter what happens, you know, it's going to work out. So even when I'm wrestling, it's like, whatever happens, you know, I've been blessed with everything to go win and be the best I can be. I believe that. I know God's given me the talent, um, having faith in him. And, you know, that's whenever I wrestle at my best. So, um, but it was something, like I said, it's like life's a journey. So for me, um, you know, he kind of, he, he called me into him, you know, because uh, I was kind of drifting. I didn't really, you know, bring it into my wrestling too much. But ever since I have and just my relationship with God's grown, it's just boosted me in every area of my life. And I asked David Carr this when he was on, you know, it's, it's funny. Sometimes when we have losses or we suffer defeat, we, we draw closer to God and then we're more public about it. Because when you're yeah. kind of experiencing more heartache, it's easier. But similar yeah. to David, the more you win, the more you seem to give God the glory. And now you guys are doing these Bible studies on Instagram. Like what led to kind of doubling down and wanting to be even more vocal about your faith and, and doing more, whether it's an Instagram Bible study, whether it's about encouraging others, you know, after you keep winning? Well, I think it's like um, it's easy to forget 
where your strength comes from. So like, you know, a lot of people, they win something. It's like, I could easily be like, all right, God got me here. Forget about it. Like I got what I got. I got what I needed. I'm done. You know, but, um, I think it was after nationals, even Roman brought up a point. He's like, you know, like, cause it was Roman. It was me, Roman, Bo, everyone having our Bible studies. Like, listen, we just want nationals, but we got to continue to just, you know, continue to pray, continue to keep these great habits and continue to talk to God even after we win, because, um, that's just like, like what you have isn't yours. You know, the things I have aren't mine. So for me to, you know, to win and to not use it to continue to glorify him is like, it could be taken from me at any minute, you know, the things that I have. So looking at it that way, it's like what I want, it's not mine. Like God gave it to me, I'm winning, but it could be taken any minute. So um, being being grateful for what's not mine and what he's given me is why we still do that. Yeah. I will I will argue a little bit and say that that national title is is yours forever like no like no like no matter no matter yeah, what no, no, no. like no, no matter no. what but other than that like yeah for sure does that oh help? no the, the natty title is mine hundred <laughs> percent I my goal one of my goals with this podcast by the way is after DT won his world championship and I was in state college and I put the belt on and I didn't want to give it back. One of my goals with this podcast is to get somebody that's like so indebted to the podcast when the when they win the world championship Just and give the them a belt for the podcast. <laughs> that's like yeah. life goal with the podcast. Can you can you promise us a belt after you win your first world title? I can promise you a belt. Right. Hey, this, this is the plan. Look, look, uh, a world title and Olympic title. You can. I'll put the belt in the office. The Don't, Olympic gold. Right. I gotta keep though. Yeah, no, right, you, that, you keep the no, Olympic one, yeah, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, like you keep that's, that one. Yeah, and by we'll, way, we'll let you keep that one. It's yeah. only going to grow your brand because mm -hmm. I'm going to put a plaque above it that says Aaron Brooks World <laughs> Championship. Get like a, get like a little maybe, sculpture. maybe a bust. Right. Yeah, a bust of Aaron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you, know, like you mentioned that when you win, it's important to maintain that. How does that shape, you know, Olympic trials? Knowing you, you don't enter something just for fun. You enter yeah. something to win. So Olympic trials doesn't go your way. What's your perspective after that? Man, I, I was uh, I was down on myself, if I'm being honest, you know. Um, you want to win. You enter a tournament. These are your goals as a kid. I wanted to win just as bad as the next man. So, um, but like I said, I knew I knew it was in, in God's hands and in his plan. So um, outside of all the factors and the, the things that I was telling myself, um, just had to believe in, in the process and get back to the drawing board. So even the, like with this summer, just focusing on the things I can get better with and a lot of times you realize like those tournaments, you realize you can still get a lot better. So just looking at it from that perspective is like, got lots of room to grow and I'm, and we're at this level, you know, so nothing but nothing but blessed and a bump in the road, you know, we get through those, so. And do you know what's next time-wise with senior level with anything or you're just kind of taking it one day at a time? Um, As of right now, just one day at a time. I had some, uh, I was banged up a little bit after NCAAs going right into trials and stuff. So just taking time to get my body right Hitting the weight room is a first for me, so getting to that stuff is going to be fun this summer. All right, well, I got to stop real quick. I actually have some breaking news. <laughs> um, all right, so this important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. <laughs> this is your pubic service announcement and yeah. the news you've, you've all been waiting cool. for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the lawnmower 4.0. 4.0. You want to break it out, the 4.0? <laughs> so we they successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago. We have them already. We have Pretty them. Sick. Yeah, right. we have them. I'll whip mine we out in a them. second. 
Um, <laughs> and, we, and we were one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news. Just over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code CENZO. That's C-E-N-Z-O. No H's in that. C-E-N-Z-O. CENZO at Manscaped.com. CENZO works off. too. Senzo if you want to, like, I, I would prefer you don't call me that to my face, but. But it like, works as a code. It works as a code. Yeah. Like it definitely yeah. works. Like it types the same. And so. guys, this, this thing is sick. This 4.0, like the 3.0 is awesome. A buddy of mine bought the 2.0 a while ago and he still loves that. But this 4.0, like now it comes with all these additional sizes. There's like four different trim guards. If you just bought the 3.0, you might as well get the 4.0 too, just because. But this this thing is sick. It's waterproof. It's amazing. Everybody needs it. I just turned mine on. So if you want to hear it, that's what it sounds like. I have the three point oh. The three is great. The three point is great. This one's that's a little. This one's a little smoother. Feels a little better in the hands. Yep. I believe it's yeah. like you know it's obviously completely waterproof. It's got a new little. I don't know if we can show. Yeah, a little docking station here. A nice little. It's more like pointy than uh, smooth, so it looks a little cooler too. Yeah. You it know, looks more manly. The design's a little more intricate. I like and it. Don't, and don't forget to get a weed oh. whacker. Aaron, do you have a weed whacker? Nah, I don't, bro. I need one every once in a while. <laughs> These are the best, dude. I'm telling yeah. you. It, Nose it, and ear hair. It's like a little... Like... Yeah, you brush your teeth. You do it, you know, a little before bed, just real quick. So yeah. go support. You got, a, you got a date? You got to get those nose hairs. Yeah, you got you got to double yeah, check. That's a, that's, a, that's a must. So Everyone else got the light, too. There's a four. The four has oh, a little yeah. LED light. Oh, the LED light works great. Oh, yeah. I think it's even brighter, to be honest. I think it may be brighter. <laughs> on this one? Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, it's so you, like, you don't even need to turn the lights on when you shower anymore. You can shower just, in the dark. And yeah, just shower use, in the dark, just use this thing. Use your Manscaped for a light. So, manscaped.com, promo code CHENZO, 20% off, free shipping. Support the companies that are, supporter, that are supporting wrestling. They're bringing conversations like this to you. And their underwear is super comfortable, so, you know. It is. I like that's not part of the ad read. I just wanted to say that. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I highly recommend it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We love it. Mm -hmm. So Aaron, I'm, I'm curious this season. I know there was a lot of talk about why people didn't go to the open and there's obviously timing right after the Olympic trials. It, it was a short turnaround. A lot of people were banged up. I also know this year was taxing for all of you guys with COVID with the constant yeah. worrying about, am I going to test positive? All the testing. What was this season like kind of battling COVID and, and staying safe throughout it? Yeah, it was definitely um, a switch up. Like every day we're waking up for antigen testing. Like we're getting tested like 8 a.m. So, so that kind of affects your sleep schedule in season. You know, you're not always the best rested or even so with preparation. Like I remember in the beginning of our season, we couldn't get a match for like a month. Just everything yeah. was getting canceled. So we would be prepared mentally, physically, and then um, we'd be denied, which was obviously a new and kind of just messes with your your team and your energy. But um, it was a lot different, like traveling and having to take COVID tests on the road and um, just filling out forms every time and surveys to make sure you're not symptomatic or and that kind of stuff. So it was definitely um, a tough season when it came to the COVID difficulties, but we got through it. Were you paranoid at all? Like, I think everybody was scared of, like, what happened to Soriano, where yeah. all of a sudden, big tournament, and you get it. And I read an article that says he is – he 
he tested positive with no symptoms. And then like that Saturday, Sunday, he started getting symptoms. So yeah. he ended up getting it, but it wasn't like he got sick and then tested positive. He tested positive. Then he got the symptoms a couple of days later. And I know as a fan, that was, I was, you know, fearful for people like, man, that would suck. If all of a sudden you test positive, were you worried about like, I got to be extra cautious yeah. because of it? You, yeah, you, never, you haven't caught, you haven't got it either yet. Right. Yeah. You I've never had it, but um, I know same, everyone same. was kind of on edge, like towards big tens and chase. Cause like at, at that point in the season, if you get COVID, that's like a season injury. Like yeah, that's man. it. You're out. So like, um, you know, obviously coaches are like, if your group was, if your circle was small, make it even smaller. Or, you know, you just got to be in a bubble. Like I know my dad would text me a lot, but like, I know you want to have fun, but make sure you're, you know, staying in the house or, you know, just making sure you're staying safe because you get COVID, that's your season. So um, it definitely played a role in like our life outside of wrestling and what we did just because, um, you know, that stuff was serious, you know? That kind of, that kind of just changes everything too. Like along with, you know, getting tested, it just kind of changes your whole routine with, yeah. with just life in general, you know, like waking up at different times. So you have to go to sleep at different times, like doing yeah. different, doing different things kind of just changes everything up. So like, I, I feel like for me, if I was in college, in college season, I had to go through all the COVID stuff. It would have definitely made it more difficult. Yeah. It was so like, a hats off to you guys for that. <clears throat> but um, next season, um, looking forward to anything in particular, anything different, you know, anything, uh, you know, new with the team. Just um, obviously the guys we got coming in, um, those young guys, I've, I've got to meet a lot of them. So I'm excited for them to come in and um, just fans, hopefully, like I said, just hopefully our yeah. fans are back in action. I think that's a, that's a huge role. It's just like having fans in the arena and um, getting those vibes back, but sticking to the training, you know, better than myself, excited for that, but new teammates, fans and getting better. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys. I can't wait. Uh, Aaron, we've been playing this game lately. Oh man, I didn't even. I don't have any. All right, <laughs> I'll give you. I'll, I'll stall for a minute and give you a minute. So okay. what we've been doing is a word association. Okay. We go back and forth with three words, and you just say the first thing that comes to your mind. No okay. elaboration. Just whether it's one word, two words, <laughs> just the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. I'll start. Dodgeball. Bo nickel. <laughs> yeah okay that makes that that makes sense all right that's getting clipped <laughs> all right my first thing is mma uh Corey Masvidal. you know you don't have to think of people just any, any <laughs> just anything i just bro that's just, i don't know why i'm thinking that. i don't know did you what did you th hey what'd you think of his fight with usman um, honestly, bro, Usman's just a dog, dude. Right I thought, now, I thought he was in the fight till he got rocked, but like, Usman, yeah, he, he was freak strong, bro. Yeah, hundred percent. He has <laughs> to be. He has to be. He's unbelievable. Are right, you got another word here? Yeah, Anthony Kassar. Ah, gold chain. <laughs> he probably <laughs> likes that. <laughs> All right. Um, optometry. I have no idea. <laughs> all right. Hey, all right. that's honesty. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I was just trying to think of something. Yeah. Like, you know, something different. All right. We're going to go with, we're going to go with content. Content? YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. How's your yeah. YouTube channel? You still posting? 
Inactive. <laughs> Inactive. Um, I want to, so like, I want to get back to it. Do you have a YouTube channel? He did. I do. So like, it was oh. something over COVID to where um, I was like, you know what? I'm not wrestling. I'm not doing stuff. Let me just, you know, just goof off of the camera a little bit. But I was thinking more so if I start posting stuff, I probably would start putting like wrestling stuff in there just to um, get people more of a inside look on what I'm doing and how I'm training and stuff. So, but it's still up there, but it, it's been very inactive. <laughs> well, we can get it back up there in the summertime. Yeah. And, and now that you said that on the podcast, you're probably going to get people tweeting you like yeah. make videos. You're definitely going to be getting messages. So my third word, Pennsylvania. Um, Pennsylvania. All I can think about is the sports teams, honestly. Yes, I love that. You got, you got, <laughs> a, Penn, you got a Penn jersey. So I was like, I was like, it was Penn State, but like that's too generic. I was just thinking about the sports teams. So Pennsylvania, you just go sports. Yeah, that's that's because mainly fair. like for me, PA, I'm from Maryland, so uh, my dad's from Pittsburgh, so that's why I like all the Pittsburgh teams. And right. then I also wrestled in and out of Pennsylvania. So when I think of PA, it's, it's sports, and yeah, I think PA has awesome sports. I think we're kind of underrated a little bit. Yeah, hundred percent. Like football and everything too. We got. We got some good, uh, we got some good athletes here. All right, my third and final word. I have to stick with the the podcast here. So, coffee. Mm, lots of creamer. Lots of that's your first thing that comes to your mind is lots of creamer. Needs lots of creamer. See, I'm the I'm the I'm the opposite. Of lots of creamer. Sugar too, or just creamer. Sugar too. Uh, okay. Sugar's not so so much needed, but creamer, hundred percent. Like I can just use creamer and be fine. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to put anything in my coffee, I'll do a little creamer. But... No, flavored creamer? No. It's the best, too. I like flavored creamer. I hate it. Um, French hate vanilla? It. French vanilla, see, that's what yeah. I'm <laughs> could you, could, Are you one of those guys that, like, would just drink straight French vanilla creamer? My brother used to, and we used to cut weight. Like, <laughs> it the funniest thing ever. Like, he would walk into the fridge, and he'd just open it and just start drinking the creamer. I'm just Ew, like, what's wrong with you? Nasty. <laughs> no, I need to balance some coffee with it. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, like a splash of that with a cup of coffee is good enough for me. But I've seen like videos, like one of the barstool guys, like they did a dare, like drink this French vanilla creamer as like a this can't taste a good. Dare. I can't like, imagine. Dare. Right? I can't imagine it's like a mm, just want some French vanilla creamer. <laughs> See that creamer? That creamer? Like I feel like so. This is this. I'm gonna make a weird comparison here. All right. <laughs> like I'm not a fan of pickles. You're not? I, don't, I don't like pickles, and if you put pickles on something, it's super overwhelming. It takes <laughs> it. The whole thing tastes. Do like you pickles. like like a sweet dill butter chip pickle by itself? No, or no pick, no pickles at all. No, and like okay. if I get a, if I have like a burger, there's like a pickle on it. It just tastes like pickle to me. So when I put that French vanilla creamer in my coffee, it just turns the entire thing to French vanilla, and I hate it. So and French like, vanilla creamer has, is a pickle. It's a it's a pickle. It's an odd sticky situation. The big creamers a must, bro. Yeah. Well, my daily go-to is a shot of espresso with a serving of super creamer, and that's that's just my jam. You never had super creamer? No. What is that? What Uh, is super creamer? I I don't know. I'll have to send you a picture of it. (laughs) You don't know? No, it's the stuff my wife buys. It's like it's in a carton. It's got like MCT oil. I don't know. It's stupid good. It's the best. So I do a shot of espresso with that. It's like a mini latte. That's my go-to. That's not bad. I'm I'm yeah. sure that's pretty good though. I could do lattes and stuff, but like just like straight like if I just go no by, pumpkin spice. No pumpkin spice. Uh, <laughs> if it's too if it's too pumpkin spicy, then yeah, no pumpkin spice for sure. Yeah. 
Now, what if you're on a date and the date wants pumpkin spice and say, do you want one too? Then then I suck it up. Like, sure. Sure. You just have to. Sure. Uh, pumpkin spice is your favorite, so it's my favorite too. All right. Like pumpkin spice, it has to be that season. So it's around October, right? So like, uh, it got, yeah, it got to be yeah. fall. Dark but, early. You, know, you know what? I'm good for one or two pumpkin spice a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a seasonal thing it's yeah, a seasonal yeah. thing it's it's you get a pass <laughs> so let me ask you this aaron we talk you know it's interesting to me especially when you get as a fan you you get so dialed into teams and you forget how easy it is for people to be friends at other colleges and i, I tell chen's that all the time and i'm curious for you i know your relationship with david carr is there anybody else that you just root for, like not Penn State? Is there somebody that either you love watching or that you root for or have a great relationship with or anything? Yeah, um, just, you know, a lot of these guys you see in the college level, you know, we've all been wrestling our whole lives. So through the yeah. Fargos or um, whatever tournaments it was, Super 32, you know, we've all just kind of been together and like grown up together. So um, guys like Gable or I like to watch. I'm just a fan of wrestling as well. So I just love to watch wrestling. Or um, I love – he's my teammate, but one of my favorite guys to watch is Nick Lee. But um, Nicklee's a must watch. Yeah, yeah, I'm a huge fan of just um, just great wrestling. So there's really like, I can't name all the guys specific, but you know I'm, I'm cool with a lot of people. But um, I enjoy watching them all scrap. You know, even when they're wrestling my team, I enjoy. I'm obviously gonna you know cheer for my guy, but great wrestling is great wrestling. Great people are great people, and um, yeah, the wrestling community it does a really good job with that too. Is just staying close and you know supporting each other. Yeah, and, and I love it. I, I think it's easy. For me, it gets harder. Like, ask people to come on the show, and you have to start picking favorites. That's yeah. when it gets tricky. Like, Chenzo and I talk about all the time. We're like, we well, we know who we want, but the yeah. other guy is, like, either a fan of the show or he comes on. So it's like, I'll give an example. Yeah. You and Hydley. I like Hydley. Mm -hmm. He's been yeah. on the show. Not rooting for him to beat you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, you he's know, a good guy. I like him too. He's good kid. He's a great guy, but it, it's funny. Like you get to that point to where you start having friends in the sport, and you gotta yeah. like, you, you gotta root for one. It is, yeah. No, hundred well, percent. Like, um, that's like that's like when when it's Greg and Gable. I'm like, dude, these guys. Like, I'm cool with these guys. It's like, oh, Greg's my boy's my teammate. I gotta go with my guy. You know, what I mean, love Gable to death. He knows it too. But it's just that's right. just how it is. Like, it's when it comes to your teammates. Like, or even me and Kurt McHenry were super close, right? I'm wrestling in Michigan. His guy, like, they got a takedown on me, and he's going crazy. It's like, I know he's my boy, but <laughs> yeah. it's something personal. It's just, it's yeah. his team. You just. Was there a little part of you, though, that was like, dude? I was like, on. Kurt, really? <laughs> <laughs> Out of everyone? You? <laughs> Kurt, come on, bro. We, will you we, break we, his balls or anything? Like, will you text him or say anything? No, I, just, I, was like, I was like, ah, we're leaving. <laughs> we had to bust, like, eight hours. I wanted to go, like, say, say goodbye to him and stuff, but. That Not was after that. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, nah, man, you just you just cheered against me. <laughs> so like, I um, I that's kind of how I felt whenever like Kemmer and Mark would wrestle, cause yeah. like, I like Kemmer was like my workout partner growing up, and then Mark was my workout partner in college. Yeah. So like, and then they yeah. wrestled each other twice last year, and it was you know obviously I'm gonna root for the guy on my on my team. Yeah. You know, but like, I, like, like people, they, I root people for Michael Kemmer when he wrestles pretty much anyone else. Yeah. Then like if you're if it's your boy, they don't take it personal. They know it's like it's my team, you know. At right. least I don't take that stuff personal. It's like that's the guy you're training with. And mm -hmm. yeah. It's gotta be easier too for you guys to at least like you have a team. Like I'm a Penn State fan. Cal has made me since day one when he took over the program, he's made me feel like 
almost like I'm an alumni. So yeah. Penn State for me has has always is that the word alumnus? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's. I, I didn't listen, go to any college, let alone Penn State. That's a that's a that's a running joke within the program, though. So okay, well that that makes sense. So that's it. Like that's other than that, there's no other reason why I would have known that or said that. <laughs> so like he's made me feel alumnus esque, <laughs> but like this guys legit at least have like that's my team. I can't say anything. For me, it's like I just have to be black and white. And at least when it's Penn State, it's easier because it's like I'm going Penn State. When it's yeah. non-Penn State and it's just like two guys. That are, and there's a lot of sensitive guys in wrestling. A ton. There's, there's a <laughs> lot of 100%. sensitive guys. There's way more way more than you would think. Yeah. 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 And Honestly. you know, and I've had some DM me like if, if you're rooting for this guy, they're like kind of <laughs> – and, and I can't say I wouldn't be like that. I have no clue yeah. how it would be. Like, if I'm a high-level wrestler and you're rooting for someone else. But I'm always thinking about it now. Like, I, yeah. I always try to be somewhat sensitive. Like, everybody's rooting for J.O. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about Rivera. Yeah. I like Rivera. He's been on the podcast. But it's like, Very you true. see that. Like, you don't want to go so far one direction that it kind of rips off another guy. It's... Yeah. But... That's not- that's probably tough too. As like, um, even when you're when you're running a podcast, you know, you want to grow the sport and get it out there. But then again, everything is political in, a, in some type of way. So like, it it um it does. I can see how that's like a something you gotta look past or deal with. You know. Yeah, and people have been pretty good. Like, you know, I've had guys from Iowa on the program, or and and it's never been like a oh you're a Penn State podcast. Like it's never yeah. been like that, but. If it's and like for you, thankfully, once we have your world championship belt up here, it's like, <laughs> dude, you can't root against the guy who you have his belt on your wall. So that's like, I need to just start establishing those types of loyalty. We'll just yeah. become, we'll be an Aaron Brooks podcast at that point. And I'm, I'm totally cool with that too. The AB show. Yeah. We're changing the name and everything. Hopefully, I'm entertaining enough, bro. Oh, dude, you're the best. I, oh, I'm, no, no, you're not going to be on it. We're just going to use your name and belt and everything. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as soon as the NCAA allows it, we're just going to benefit off your name. I I saw something today that said the NCAA is like letting athletes like use their image and like this starting. What are you guys views on that? You think it's coming soon or I saw I just saw today that it's going to start in July. You think so? I think it's I don't think so. But. I think it's. I be, don't know. Yeah. I think it's gonna be based on state. I think some states are gonna be looser, and other states are gonna be. How do you do that though? When they're all governed by the NCA, you're like. Like California is like apparently California. Those guys can get paid. Yeah. Those college athletes, but the NCA hasn't passed again. But like the the state of California, they're like, passing on. A state I don't understand level. that. Same image, like it's it's complicated. It is. Not, yeah, over my head. I yeah. think it's as like, long just like as... the shot clock rules, man. <laughs> I think as long as it's implemented properly, I think there's going to have to be some kind of guidance, some kind of like you can't have some guy that gets taken advantage of by some company. And now he completely either goes against what the school like if you're a Nike athlete, they're not going to say that. If you're a Penn State athlete, like they're going to have things in place where, like, Penn yeah. State's Nike, you, co- you can't go get a personal Adidas deal or whatever. I think Under Armour sponsor. Right. But if your hometown, if there's some car dealership and they want to leverage you for a commercial, mm-hmm. I think stuff like that will happen. But it's going to be interesting because like, be, that would be cool. That would be like, good. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's I think especially for wrestling, because they don't care about wrestling. They care about football and basketball. That's what yeah. they're looking at because there's big money 
And I think the way they're looking at it is if I want you to go to Kentucky, well, okay, I'll give you $10 million, but right, done, done. I'm there. I'll, <laughs> I'll give you $10 million, but it's only if you go to Kentucky, but then all my car dealerships are going to sponsor you. You're going to have that. That's like going to be behind the scenes. Like, yeah, like that, that kind of like type of recruiting. Yeah, correct. So it's basically, Ooh, but I wow. think, I think it's for business for wrestling, I think it could be good because I think if more companies can use wrestlers images, I think that's going to help wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt. Like, I agree with that hundred percent. Cause like, um, sorry to cut you off, Tinzo, but like wrestling is not as popular oh, as good, football bro. or something. So like, um, you know, if we use it, we can get out there more. Football's kind of already out there. So yeah. in that case, I don't think it gets any better. It could only get worse. Like you said, like it could be recruiting where it's like behind the scenes or, I mean, I think it's all good. It could be a good thing in, in every aspect, but um, I think it does benefit the smaller sports when it comes to popularity. Like uh, I think it puts them out there and gives us more of an opportunity to be a bigger sport. I, I think so too. And when you look at like, you know, football, basketball, whatever, like college, yeah, a lot of people watch college. Most people do watch college, but like the superstars, you know, those are the pros. Yeah. For wrestling, the superstars, you know, the people that everyone watches are the college wrestlers. Yeah. So, and if we're able to, you know, get college wrestlers image likeness out there, that just promotes wrestling as a whole that could help promote, you know, past college wrestling as well. So like, you know, you start getting promoted, you know, your image and likeness, someone starts following your career, they follow you after college for your, you know, world and Olympic pursuits as well. Yeah, so I think that I think that it could be huge for, you know, the sport of wrestling. Yeah. And I see it like locally. Yanni grew up five minutes from me. So there's a there's a kind of big population that follows Yanni because mm -hmm. he's been in the paper. He's been in the local media. If you took that one step further and you elevated Yanni in Rochester, he just won a national championship. Congrats, Yanni, this and that. Yeah. More people are going to start following Yanni. More people are going to start following wrestling. And if everybody's, even if just everybody's hometowns start doing that and you're growing it locally in all these towns and all these suburbs everywhere else, that's only going to help overall because you're going to have more eyeballs. And like you said, it's going to be all of a sudden, now people are going to be tuning in to the Olympic trials to see if Yanni can make an Olympic team. Yes. And then they're going to watch the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to expand past college because right now you have so many college fans that it's just about the the team. So if you're a Penn State fan, you're super, super focused on Penn State. And as soon as NCAAs winds down, so does how you watch it until November. And yeah. and like this isn't like it, it's all about the college, you know, image, right? To it. And yep. it's not even necessarily it's not even necessarily if you're good. Like being good obviously helps. But like, you know, Aaron, like someone texted me during Big Tens, like during the finals and was like, Hey, when does RBY wrestle? And I was like, okay, well, like he, like they start at this time. I'm like, but like Nick Lee and Aaron are also wrestling. And they're like, yeah. uh, who are, who's Aaron? Yeah. And I was like, Aaron's probably the best guy on the team. <laughs> and, and they're like, yeah, I don't know who that is. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like that. If they found likeness, him on YouTube. Right. If they, if they watched a YouTube channel, they yeah, would, but, they'd but, have an idea. But it's a great thing. Cause like hats off to Roman. He's done a great job promoting himself. He, so like, he has like, but like, media, and he, like and like i live with him so like i see that like the time he puts into that kind of stuff mm -hmm. so like you see it pay off in that kind of way so like just speaking to him he's kind of someone that could like, like <laughs> hold on hold yeah. on i i don't want to cut you off but i just started laughing because i'm thinking so we had nick and roman on the podcast the day after oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> uh -huh. and all of a sudden we're like we cut him off we're like roman 
what is that noise? <laughs> <laughs> and apparently your girlfriend was downstairs with music, balloons, everything. <laughs> Can you tell us what you came home to after NCAA? So like, so like um, it was like after NCAAs, whatever, our, uh, our flight got back. We're driving back home. And like, I know my girl. So like when she wasn't answering me, I was like, I bet you she's at my house trying to surprise me with stuff. So like, I already knew it was going to go down. So like me, we all walk in, like, it's just, there's balloons everywhere. Uh, it's like, congrats. There's music playing. And then Roman's like, we didn't, like, Roman doesn't really speak. So I had no idea he was joining a podcast. <laughs> so like, I think we might've paused it and then turned it back on, but like, he's in his room. And then um, we start playing music again. And then I think he texts me, yo, I'm in a podcast, turn it down, like super fast. I was like, oh, my B, bro. So, I, so, forgot, like, I forgot about that. That was like, funny. We got back. We're like, all right, we're just chilling. Let's just crank some music, hang out. Like, we're about to do some <laughs> As soon as he said living with Roman, I thought about it instantly. <laughs> yeah. No, but he he does do an awesome job of promoting himself. And like once you guys start getting paid, like for him, like that would just let him take it's off. A head even start, more. Yeah. Like he has a great head start. He's gonna take off and then he'll get even more a bigger following. Yeah. But I think someone like Roman, I think will do just as much for themselves as a sponsor could. But I think there's other guys like Snyder's a good example. I think Spencer Lee is going to be this type that they want their sponsors to do more of their talking and use mm -hmm. that platform. It's, I yeah. think it's just about personalities. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that can't do what Roman does because they'll get distracted yeah. or they're not, they don't have that creative sense. So I think some people too, who are more introverted, don't really want to deal with, with that side of, of growing their brand. I think having the sponsorship is going to help them a lot where somebody else can help grow their brand and someone else can kind of take them under their wing, whether it's a company, whether it's whoever, I think that's going to be a good thing. And that's a great point. Cause um, well, coach Kel, like our coach, he's like Tenzo knows doesn't, he's not big on social media at all. Yep. And um, I know we had like, uh, we just had a conversation with him and we were just like, he's like, well, what if it, you know, what if you're trying to promote your brand and all that stuff and you get distracted and it goes yep. this way and that way. So like you said, like everyone is different because um, I know like he always brings the side of the table of like, it could be a negative thing. Like where a lot of people yep. are like, it could be positive. He's always like, well, you got to remember this stuff too. Like a lot of people do get distracted or get caught up in the comments or, you know, just looking at the wrong thing. So. And you see, who, you see who wins. And yeah. you see a you see a mixed multitude of people who are very active and people who are inactive. You don't see who loses because they were distracted. Yeah. Most people aren't going to go on, you know, if they lose in the quarterfinals of NCAA's and say publicly, "Man, I wish I wouldn't have spent so much time posting something." No, I don't. I don't think anyone will publicly do that. But <laughs> right, they'll probably know it though. Oh, yeah. they'll know it, but like it's even it. worse. It's even worse. But, you but just like know. when <laughs> damn, <laughs> probably should have probably probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> and I get that some people are doing it. Like I remember, I got super annoyed when Burger was like, "I'm gonna take Nolf's head off," and Nolf didn't care. Nolf's like, no, whatever." Yeah. He's he's like, but the Penn State fan base was like, you know carrying their pitchforks like death to tyler burger like i don't i don't really know him but i think i i i think i kind of like tyler burger and he's quiet. I, I, I like him i don't really know him but i'll tell you I'll, I'll tell you why too so after uh we wrestled at last chance and like there was like a few seconds left in the match and i was just kind of you know 
like there was absolutely no need for it but i was just kept putting my face in his right there was like three seconds left and he kind of just gave me like an open hand to the face and just kind of like shoved me away and i go i go hey thanks for that man you know like, like just like you know i was just kind of being a dick um, yeah. but then at, after the match he came up and dabbed me up he's like yo i'm sorry i was just mad he's like go beat yeah. this guy i was like Word, my man. I was like, I was, I, was <laughs> nah, cool, I, I would have been mad too. No, he seemed like a cool dude. Yeah. Reminds so. me of Will Ferrell and stuff. Bro, all those Nebraska guys. I, <laughs> I like those guys. I like those Nebraska guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, bro, we, we just had Rich on rest, the podcast. Wrestling, wrestling community. Yeah. Like yeah. The wrestling community, when they come together, there's nothing like it. Mm -mm. All right, guys. That's most of what I have. I know Chenzo has to run here shortly. Aaron, any final words? Nah, I'm away. I appreciate you uh, finally, finally letting me come join the podcast. Just um, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, we loved having you. Just uh, make sure you get us that belt whenever you, <laughs> whenever you get that world title, and uh, we'll be squared away. And hey, we'll yeah. figure it out, boys. <laughs> yeah. And please get, as long as it doesn't distract you, please get the YouTube channel going back. Right, well, I we'll get watch started. I'll, I'll, I'll help him out. I'll keep pushing it. And um, don't forget about that lawnmower 4.0 either. <laughs> yeah, promo code, code Chenzo. Yes. C-E-N-Z-O at manscaped.com and tag us, tag them, let them know you're only buying it because they're supporting a wrestling podcast. <laughs> and because you want to, you know, groom yourself also. Right. Yeah. Wrestlers need to groom themselves. Hygiene. Yeah. Hygiene. Hygiene. To quote uh, who uh, was Aaron's word association, Masvidal, super necessary. Super, super, ne <laughs> super necessary. Those, those punches are super necessary. We, one of these word associations, we need someone to say super necessary. Like super word necessary. association, hygiene, super necessary. Super necessary. <laughs> maybe we'll start that our next ad read for Manscaped. Maybe we should, maybe we should prepare our word association words beforehand. I did. Just, I, I didn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just off the dome. So... <laughs> I was improv too, bro. I was like, what did I say the one time? I just said, I don't know. I don't have no idea. Well, no, that your job is improv. Optometry, I think he said. I said optometry. Yeah. That's because I went to the eye doctor last week. Uh, that makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, hey, guys. That's today's episode. See you later. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at jbash on Instagram and at justinjbash on Twitter. And the beat goes on.